Everyone, come tune in. It's Des Cooper, Andy Stan, on a couch, critiquing. They're the Couch Critics. What up, Couch Nation? It's the Couch Critics. I'm one of your hosts, Cooper. To my right over here is my host, Thess. Hello. And to his right is my host, Easton. What up? Our host, Easton. Yep, that's me. This week, we're talking about a small, independent-ish movie. One of my favorites called The Dirties. 2013 comma dramedy directed by one of my heroes, Matt Johnson. Wait, this isn't a documentary? Uh, no. Oh, I can't well, tell that, if you're kidding or not because you texted us. And <laughs> you, that you completely changes it, what I think of this movie. Real, right? So, all right, maybe I can actually think about this movie a little bit better. I I can't tell if you're kidding. <laughs> I am definitely kidding. All right, cool. So yeah, this episode is brought to you by AMC Theaters. Uh, go get the movie pass for 19.99 a month. Watch unlimited movies. I think it's like three I movies don't a have week. It yet. Three movies a week. Might as well be unlimited, though. Being able to uh, reserve your seats for you. whenever you, uh, the movie becomes available. You can also buy tickets for other people at the same time. And if you have somebody else who is also an A-list, you can also uh, do an entourage with them. So you can all get seats right next to each other, all through the click, uh, a couple clicks through the app. So this is sponsored by AMC A-list. Carry on. Sponsored by AMC A-list. So, this episode might be a little bit shorter. This movie is just under an hour and a half. We'll probably talk five, ten minutes, just spoiler-free, a little little general info for you, and then get into some spoilers in case you haven't had any free time in the last seven years to see this movie. A um, little bit of background why I love this movie personally so much. Uh, the director, Matt Johnson... He has three total projects. He hasn't done a ton of stuff. Uh, he has This is his first movie. Operation Avalanche is his second movie. And then he has a show, which is one of my favorite shows, on Viceland called Nirvana the Band the Show that my friend Zach showed me. Shoutouts to Zach. Sub to Wichita Melee on Twitch. Go Zach. Uh, it is kind of filmed in the style of... Borat, Bruno, all the Sasha Baron Cohen's, whereas the two main characters are exaggerated versions of themselves, and then they go film actual people's reactions to them just being weird. The plot, every single episode, they're trying to get a show at this place called The Rivoli. They're a band called Nirvana the Band, but they don't have any music. It's pretty wacky, pretty silly, really funny, one of my favorite shows. Thus, can you co-sign an endorsement that it's a funny show? It is a funny show. I do like it. Thess likes it. That's all you need to know. It got so, the Thess thumbs up. The, the thumbs up. The thumbs um, up. Edit that out later, Easton, please. <laughs> nope, um, it's staying. <laughs> My corny jokes stay, yours stay too. <laughs> so this is the first movie he's ever made. I mean, he's only made two, but this is his first real thing ever. Uh, had a, according to IMDb, an estimated budget of about $10,000. I watched a couple videos of them talking at film festivals and stuff. It looks like there's only around eight or nine total people that worked on it. Uh, the main characters are Matt Johnson plays 
a character named Matt, and then his friend Owen Williams plays an character named Owen. That guy in real life is an English teacher. Just to give you a little bit of background on how small this film was. Um, basically, the plot is they're both in high school trying to make a movie for their film class, which gets shut down for being too violent. So they jokingly suggest to actually kill students or bullies, which they label the dirties, uh, dirty students and to film it. And, uh, you know, Owen is kind of the, the normal one. He, he thinks it's all a joke. Matt starts off saying it's a joke, but as he gets further and further into this movie, he, you realize maybe he's not joking and I'm not going to spoil anything, but at the end you find out maybe he's not joking. And, um, yeah, it's kind of shot like a documentary, like a mockumentary kind of. It starts out mostly just comedy, but it touches on some deeper themes and gets pretty dark, pretty touchy subjects, school shootings and whatnot. Uh, you know, right off the bat, the the question I've been dying to know for the past six months or so, what do you guys think of it? We'll start with you, Easton, and say if this is uh, his this review for last um, I did like how it was shot, uh, in a documentary style. Um, like I, I text the group, uh, the group chat we have asking if this was just a high school project. Cause it made, it does a really good job of making it feel like it's, um, like generally like these guys are in high school and they're, and they're trying to be edgy and do their own thing and be, uh, you know, an independent filmmaker and they're making the mistakes and, and doing things like high schoolers would. Um, yeah, so, real quick, just to interrupt yeah. you. I didn't respond to that cause I was drinking a little bit when you texted me that, but I've like looked up all the background and all that good stuff about this movie. They actually went into like a high school that was like in session for a lot of these scenes. There's some scenes where like they get in fights that was actually filmed like inside of just a regular high school. And they like, got kicked out of a couple different high schools for <laughs> just that's filming funny. like that. Yeah. So that's, I get why you thought maybe it was real is cause a lot of it kind of is. Yeah. I didn't actually think it was real. Um, but I it did a really good job of making it feel as real as possible, but still being acting because these, the characters feel like they're bad actors, if that makes sense. And that's what makes them good is because they're high schoolers. They're not supposed to be great actors. Um, but then, the, you know, uh, later in the movie, it talks about him kind of, you know, what's an act and what's not. So, um, mm-hmm. I did like how it was shot. Uh, like there was someone just following these people around. Um, and it made it look like, uh, an actual documentary of what these two, um, filmmakers high school, I mean they're not really filmmakers in the movie because they're just high school students but you know want to be filmmakers uh, act and do every day and um, you know they're kind of outcast and weirdos and it did a good job of um, following them around and it um, I did like how it it felt like a real high school I, obviously I guess it was shot in in real high schools and a lot of them were like a lot of the extras and people were real high school students that didn't know that they were being put in a movie and you know, they were just being themselves. So, um, I did really like that aspect of it. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say it was my favorite movie of all time. Uh, but I understand why Cooper likes it. And I guess I don't know if this is review yet, but I can understand why. Um, I mean, it has a pretty decent, uh, letterbox review so far. So, 
Uh, although not a lot of people rated it, but I can see why people enjoy it because it it just feels real. It feels like somebody's just filming it, but uh, you know, it's all just a drama. Um, so yeah, I I like the way it was kind of a different angle uh, than a lot of movies take, and I always like something a little bit new and different. So enjoyable to say the least. That's fair. Uh, I watched uh, Nirvana Band, the show first, mm -hmm. and then learned about this movie. So I kind of knew the style and the characters a little bit. Yeah, I've never seen that one. So I was interested to hear your, yeah, I was interested to hear your opinion of it, having no, you know, just going in raw. Yeah, I had no idea it was a documentary style or even a high school. Like, I had no idea what the movie was about. Cooper just said he liked it and he didn't really say anything about the movie. So it took me a couple of minutes to really get what they were doing. But once I did, it was, um, it was fun for the most part. So just looked like high school kids goofing off and then the end kind of got, uh, took a different spin, but yeah, fun. Nice. All right. This so, moment of truth. So I, uh, watched a lot of Nirvana band, the show. I think I finished the two seasons that they have out so far. Um, but watching watching this movie, I did like it. Um, I did like it. Yes. Um, my, <clears throat> I have some minor stuff, minor complaints about it. Like nothing like bad. I just think that uh, some of the improv stuff does get a little too far gone in the movie. That kind of like loses my focus on it. It's like like watching a long episode of a uh, Nirvana the band the show. So that that's like my only take my drawback from this movie. But other than that, I thought. I love Matt Johnson's um, sense of humor. I love the mo- uh, the found footage comedy drama uh, aspect they're going for in the movie. I love uh, the kind of the morality tale that they have about it, especially like uh, especially when this was released. Uh, how prominent? I mean, school bullying is. It's still really, really popular, really big. Um, I went yeah, this popular, <laughs> this but. is a rough movie to put out when they did. That's yeah. that's a good point. This that's. 2013 was definitely a rough time for all this. So, so I think that was right around Sandy Hook. I yeah, think it had was, to have been after. Let me fact check myself there. But yeah, I had to have been pretty close was, after. I mean, they because we were we were in high school when this came out. So yeah, they referenced Columbine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sandy Hook was 2012. So this this was right after. Yeah, yeah. And Matt Johnson like <laughs> reads a uh, biography about like Columbine. He buys it. I love I love the little. Um, um, references that they that's throughout the movie of other movies or like pop culture stuff like the catcher in the rye thought things thing in the mm-hmm. film i thought it was yeah. really funny so um just a really i think good movie um just a little too unstructured for my um to like an hour and a half of watching it could is too tough so that's like my only thing about it but i think if you know the type of humor that Matt Johnson strives for, I think you'll be a big fan of it. If that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. It's, it's his first anything mm-hmm. he's ever made. So I, you can definitely tell that there's some growing pains. I definitely think, uh, operation avalanche. I'd be interested in seeing that, like something I I think that'd be a bit more structured than this, especially if it won an award at Sundance, right? Is it operation avalanche. Nick? I think something he did at some like point. That. He, yeah, it wasn't he 2013 though. Sundance, it was like later. Yeah. That movie's 2016. That's his Matt Johnson's second and only other movie. Yeah, that one's also more, I think it's like a story and mm-hmm. he plays a character and not just himself. Yeah. 
Yeah, which version movie? of himself. It's called Operation, Operation Avalanche. Yeah. The yeah. other Matt Johnson movie. Yeah, he plays like every character. I think that's just a documentary. Operation. It's Avalanche? like a. Yeah, because it, he it, plays himself differently. Because I, I was looking at the IMDb because I've heard it was good and like he plays um, himself as like every character, if that makes sense. I don't know. I, just, Him, I was just reading Matt through and Owen are both back in that movie. And yeah, they, yeah. they play characters. Yeah, because Matt Johnson plays as himself. Owen Wins- Wilson yeah, plays as himself. Jared plays as himself. Josh, play- like every single person plays as him or herself, except for like the extras. Yeah. But so, anyway, that's a, I would also be interested in seeing that movie. I haven't yet, but I've heard kind of seeing how he improves. He's talked in interviews about, you know, how this was his first. And, um, Something I forgot to mention is Kevin Smith, who is Silent Bob, but he he also produced all those nineties um, bangers. Clerks, Clerks <laughs> Two, all those, right? Yeah, uh, Mallrats, mm-hmm. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, the greatest movie ever made. Yeah, one of your favorites. <laughs> yeah, all that good stuff. He made those. Uh, he saw this at some film festival, and he put money into it and gave it a wider release and he kind of made Matt Johnson like made him a bigger name. He's mm. still a relatively unknown movie maker, but um he called uh yeah, he pumped money into this. He called the dirty is the most important movie you will see all year in twenty thirteen. So it's pretty Wow, big. bold. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Taken Two came out in twenty thirteen, so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Taken Two is awesome. And where the Millers, I think so what a good year for movies. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with those three, Taken Two came out twenty twelve. Darn. Uh, that movies. Oh, twenty third. Will we the Millers came out twenty thirteen? No, that movie's up. Yeah, so Prisoners we're the Millers. Kick Ass Two, the Dirties, 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 Kick Ass Two, Her, We're the Millers, Slave. So, um. Definitely anyway, the dirties, though. Uh, the dirties, the dirties. Yeah, the dirties. So, real quick, how do, we haven't really established like a rating system pre-spoilers, but let's just what what would you give this out of five stars, Easton? Well, I'm not going to give my uh, my five star yet, but I will okay, say, well, would you yeah. recommend this to a friend, family, or colleague? Yes, I. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. That's how uh, I think all three of us it watched is. it. And uh, if I if I thought they could handle the subject matter, because it does get dark at times and the humor is a little dark, if I think they could handle that, um, I would recommend it. But if someone's a little sensitive, to that kind of stuff, or they don't like a little bit more of edgy humor and kind of bordering realism and obviously a drama, um, I would not. So it just kind of depends on the person, uh, I think. Cooper knew that we would both be okay with the movie. So obviously that's why we did it, but I could definitely see some people taking this the wrong way and finding 95% of the movie, just cruel or, uh, just pushing way too far and thinking it's not funny. It's just wrong. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it to a certain select, you know, group of people, but I think, uh, if I knew the person, then, uh, I would suggest it to, you know, quite a few people it just kind of depends on who it is if 
if they could handle the subject matter or not, because it can get yeah, get a little Uh, too much for some people. With that in mind, just before, since a lot of people might not listen to an in-depth review, I would kind of not disagree with you, but phrase it a little differently. This isn't a movie that makes light of school shootings or that's not the joke by any means. And I know that's not what you were saying at all, but just how you phrase it. Some people might think that it's definitely a comedy that has that also rooted in it at times, but that's definitely not the joke. And some people can't handle that, you know, that subject matter in it, dealing with that, you know. Gotcha, yeah. Just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. And I don't want somebody I don't want to recommend it and throw somebody into it and then them not, you know, like the Mm -hmm. whole entire direction of the movie, so. Um, Gotcha. I think I'm going to give it, wait, like writing on Letterboxd, is that what we're saying right now? Well, I would wait until we finish the. Okay, okay. I would recommend it. Um, after what showing somebody Nirvana the band the show, that's I think, fair. I think um, you'd appreciate it a lot more after seeing that show because the humor kind of falls in the same place, and um, I think it just gives you a better understanding of Matt Johnson and his uh his approach to uh, movie and uh, show making. So just a couple like a season of like Nirvana the band the show, and then I'd be like, oh, don't and the dirty. So I think that's how you have a much more appreciation. Obviously Easton uh, watched it and liked it without that, but I think I'd be like, Oh, you can watch the dirties, but also watch the the band, the show. Kind yeah. Of I, kind of how cool I did it. I wouldn't necessarily say you have to watch the the band, the show to get it, but I would explain it a little bit rather than just say, you should watch this movie. It's good. And then have them watch it. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it warm me up to the humor of Matt Johnson. Cause it did take me a while to kind of, you know, get into, you know, his humor and his direction, you know, what that character, you know, what that mm-hmm. director or actor does. So I can see why that would help. I still haven't seen a single episode of that show, but if it's the same humor, I could see why that would warm me up to this one. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a full on comedy and it's way funnier than this movie gets, mm-hmm. I think ever. Yeah. And, but gotcha. it's, it is the same sense of humor. It is fantastic. I would recommend that show to anyone. All right, so that's our little uh, cookie-cutter review for those of you who haven't seen it. Now we're going to get into some spoiler territory. Uh, kind of the biggest... Long, like, foghorn. Uh, we, should get, we should invest in a foghorn, and every time we do spoilers, we have to blow into our, our uh, mics. So it's like a loud is noise. Is that like the medieval It's like a woodworn... Like, no, it's what the lighthouse from Game of have. Thrones. It's what the lighthouse. You can also have edit that in, in post, by the way. No, I want I want authenticity. Or so I you could want just do it now. Three different blowhorns going at once, so it sounds even worse. Is that what it sounds like? Yeah. Kind yep. Of a there we go. See, it. now it's spoiler part. Spoiler okay. horn. So. I didn't really write out a way to structure how we would talk about this, but the biggest kind of thing I wanted to talk about and I guess get in first was the ending was pretty weird. What did you, how did you guys feel about the ending? It just kind of, well, I guess I'll I'll talk about it first. So, so one last time, big spoilers here. So it's about an hour and a half long. The first hour or so is, you know, them kind of goofing around and about an hour into it, Matt and Owen get into a big fight, like a huge fight, kind of decide not to be friends anymore. 
And then Matt sets up cameras around the school and starts starts popping caps, starts shooting. Um, and then it ends with him. He sees Owen. He kind of chases him into a room. He sees Owen and he laughs and he looks at him and he says, like, why are you freaking out? It's me. It's Matt. And then the movie just ends. And you kind of wait. You watch the credits. There's no post credit scene. And you're just kind of like, oh, that's it ended. It's not a Marvel movie. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, there's no... There's no Dirty's cinematic universe. Not yet. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Um, but with Thess, what did you think about that? <laughs> so, I thought I thought it was a pretty kind of harrowing ending for a comedy. Uh, that's why I kind of explained, like, put more categorize this movie than anything else is like a comedy. It's a drama as well, but Matt Johnson's... Uh, I think take on it is more comedic than anything else. And it's kind of a, it's right. a very, uh, I think bleak ending. Um, you know, the whole movie is kind of about, um, reaction and, mm-hmm. uh, especially like with school bullying and then, uh, how that kind of turns to, uh, school shooters, uh, and an act of revenge on those who are making fun of them. That's what kind of Matt is showing in the film. And then like, um, I just see that. What are you doing here? It's me. Like his, uh, his like uh, his friend has like lost sight of who Matt was and is in this sense in this tale of like revenge and and everything else. So it was kind of sad. It was I thought it was a really sad ending. So kind of bleak. Yeah, super bleak. Yeah, it's a good word for it. Really, just hits you out of nowhere, kind of. Um, yeah, one of my favorite things about this movie is that in a lot of movies like this, I'll just use Joker, for example. Um, the bad guy slash protagonist gone deranged is painted as clearly mentally ill or very different from a just an everyday man. Whereas Matt throughout the movie is relatively kind of popular in his school. He I mean, he gets bullied, but once he starts getting serious about starting a school shooting, he tells people that he's going to shoot. I'm going to come at you with a gun and they laugh at him because they don't see that as true. And it's kind well, of, um, don't they, uh, what he doesn't say that he's going to come at them. He says he's going to come at bullies. He and tells, then says, well, he tells one girl specifically, like I was thinking, he tells the girl that he's going to come shoot the bullies. He tells there's a guy sitting on the front steps. It's been a while since I saw this movie, oh, but he's yeah, sitting yeah. outside no, you're the school. Right. The yeah, guy yeah. that would always say something about his mom, and he says, "I'm going to come, I'm going to come, and I'm going to, I'm going to kill mm-hmm. you." Yeah, right. I just remember the girl, and he asked the girl um, if she has anybody that she wants him to kill, and yeah, and he says it. In a way that she's definitely like, oh, yeah, totally. We're joking and kind of goes along with it. Yeah. Names and kind of every he tells multiple people throughout this movie. I'm going to kill people. And they all because he's seen as a relatively normal guy, laugh it off, kind of just don't want to believe that there's any truth to that. They get slightly uncomfortable, but laugh it off, just kind of convince themselves not to think about it. I think that's why the end is so powerful to me is uh you know, Matt has his best friend cornered in this room and he's he's saying like, you know what? Why are you freaking out? This has been the plan all along. This is me. This is Matt. And that's when Owen just realizes, oh, my God, this is 
the person I've been closest with this whole time mm-hmm. is not who I thought he was at all. And we have been on two completely different pages. Yeah. And then it just ends without, you know, you think there should be more resolution there, but there's not. So how'd you feel about that, Easton? Um, (laughs) We kind of said almost everything there's to say about that, but did you feel the same? Did you get anything else out of it? No, I felt like it it was, uh, I mean, I felt like it was a good way to end the movie with still kind of, I mean, like a cliffhanger new. Uh, you've built this relationship between his two friends and most of the time they're joking and just having fun and they know that they're both bullied, but they've kind of just lived with it and just, I mean, they kind of paint that when he gets the rock thrown at him and he just kind of brushes it off and just doesn't deal with it, I guess. So um, I thought it was a, it's kind of where I figured the movie was going to end, but I actually figured it was going to be much worse I figured he was going to actually go through and kill like most of the people that uh-huh. uh, were on his list. And he only ended up killing the, the two. Um, yeah. Which I mean, it's fine, but I, I, I expected more like I expected to go like fully off the hinges at the end, but maybe <clears throat> that's because recent movies have uh, made me think that between once upon a time in Hollywood and Joker and parasite, the end of the movies just kind of, you know, just go off. But, um, no, I thought it was a good way to, I mean, if, if that didn't happen, if that wasn't the ending, um, you wouldn't have understood the difference between Matt and Owen. So, uh, really that was the only way they could have ended that movie to really show the difference between those two characters and that one of them was just trying to be a funny filmmaker and he was just a friend and was just, you know, making jokes and being funny and trying to be edgy, you know, whatever. And, um, the other guy was, you know, start out just being friends and having fun and making films. But, uh, the bullying really got to him and he decided to start making things real. Um, and I think you saw like, as a viewer, you saw that before, um, Owen did, you saw kind of Matt change, um, and Owen, I don't know if he didn't want to believe it or whatever, but he eventually does get in a big fight and like just stops because he thinks he's going too far and thinks he's acting. Like I said earlier, that he's no longer being himself. He's just acting. And, you know, maybe that's the point if he goes so far in acting that he actually goes through the act. But um, I, I, I don't think it could have ended another way if it would have just yeah. ended with it all just being a, a joke or um, filming it for, you know, for another project, it, it wouldn't have been the same movie, same impact. So, uh, it was hard to watch to be on. I mean, obviously it was hard to watch to see him get to that point and do it, but, um, definitely made the film as good and as impactful as it is. I guess a lot of people haven't seen it, but you know, I, I assume that's why you like this movie because of, um, just how big that, that ending was and, and how it made the rest of the film. It's definitely, uh, yeah, I, I, it is my favorite part, but I almost can't even just say that it, it kind of ties this movie together for me really well. Um, yeah, it's not the ending that like is the best part of the movie, but if the ending wasn't there, right. The rest of the movie wouldn't be as good as it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then right before that, I mean, he's uh, 
so at the beginning of the movie, he gets bullied in different ways. You're shown him. Uh, one of the dirties goes for a handshake, but keeps his hand there so he can't leave. Mance, he's he's shaking his hand and not letting yeah. it go. That's how he that's bullies it. him. That's the and end. then he tells a story of from middle school that's obviously bugged him so much that he remembers it four years later or whatever about how he wore sweatpants to school and one of the dirties says sweats are out and it bugged him so much that he remembers it. And then when he does kill those two characters, it's from shaking the guy's hand while he shoots him and then shooting the guy wearing sweatpants and telling him sweatpants are out. Yeah. And it's... uh. It's really dark. He's laughing while he does it. And uh, yeah, it kind of shows, like you said, he's gone so far off the deep end that he thinks that that's kind of a prank back at them, but what they deserve and just doesn't quite realize how heinous he's being. Um, yeah, the ending, definitely one of my favorite parts. Also, it's kind of hard to tell just by the way we've been talking about it. If you haven't seen it, I touched on this earlier, but this a thing this movie does well is take itself seriously when it needs to. I think it's not mm, it's not just a at all time. funny because of there's no jokes about a shooting. If that makes any sense, it, yeah, that's and not it used and it doesn't as a comedic jokes, plot at all. It doesn't pull jokes when that's happening. Like it's not right. like it's Once he's that ripping shooting jokes. Starts, the and comedy it, is over. Yeah. And he does <laughs> like, the fan. you're not supposed to be laughing. Like you don't laugh when that's happening. So it, it's just right. that like the, the comedy of it is that he doesn't know like how far and how, you know, deep he's really gone and stuff. And, and the fact that they both think they're joking about these things, but one person is and one person isn't. But yeah, once it actually becomes real, it, it doesn't become a joke anymore. And that's when the, I think the drama of it starts. It doesn't start, but yeah, it's, it's kind of it. hard to describe without just watching the movie. But yeah, it's it's just kind of tough to say it's this mostly comedy about a school shooter without people just thinking that's disgusting or yeah. awful. But yeah, it really is about an hour of comedy and then a very serious mm-hmm. movie. Um, <coughs> you guys have any parts in particular you want to shout out? Um, well, this hasn't done his overall thing yet about the the ending yet, but, uh, oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I have to shout out the whole shooting of the guns thing. I think that was kind of a turning point for me that it was like serious when they went out and the gun range. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, and it just shows. You can finish and then I'll, I'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, for me, not only did it. Like, uh, it made it real because now they're shooting real guns. Like before they were, uh, these like plastic guns with the orange tips on them and, you know, like this fake stuff. And then now they were going out and shooting guns. Um, but a scene that like the part of that, that really stuck out to me that made me think that Matt was crazy and that he was just on the edge of everything was when he was telling Owen to shoot right past him because he wanted to feel what it's like to have a, Uh, crazed by his face like to me I was like what in the world and I don't know if maybe it was the same effect for you guys but to me that was when I like I had thought that he was starting like you can kind of tell that Matt was being serious about some of this before that but that was when I was like all right this this is this is where that movie's gonna go he is gonna fall through with this I guess Owen didn't see that but 
Matt was going to do it because he didn't care about his own life. He didn't care about anything. Like he just, he thought he was in a movie. Like he was acting like he was in a movie. I mean, he was being filmed, but, um, it made him, you know, feel like he was still just in an act 24 seven and that he could do whatever he wants and do whatever. And it's not going to affect him because it's all just a movie. Owen can shoot a rifle and, you know, somebody who shot a gun, maybe what for two hours and he's going to shoot a bullet right by his face. What do so, you think about that scene? This, um, you talked about it like in the, uh, when you first mentioned the movie to me, but, um, yeah, I thought it was a, that was a cool scene. I don't know. Um, I do like, <laughs> uh, it's just really, um, real to me. And I guess it could be seen as like the turning point of, um, of them from shooting like the fake guns to the real one could be a, um, a visual metaphor for them, um, going not through with it. Like their whole entire, uh, their school, their school, uh, movies, them about like shoot, like being fake and shooting all the, like the gangsters and whatnot that they created to them actually wanting to do it or at least, uh, Matt wanting to do it. So it's kind of just more of like, I, found it more like it was fun just out of nowhere scene, but that in the context of that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big scene when I first watched this movie. Um, Matt is good friends with Adam of your movie sucks, which is a YouTube channel. I'm sure both of you guys have heard of, mm-hmm. uh, a big movie critic, very critical of movies. He's good friends with Matt. He did an interview with him. And he asked him, you know, what's your biggest advice for independent filmmakers? And Matt gave an answer, something along the lines of, you know, if you have no money, that can be seen as an advantage because there's scenes that you can film that, you know, Disney can't film. (laughs) And I think specifically he's referring to that scene because, I mean, they went out to a gun range and just actually shot guns and were very dangerous with them (laughs) and just kind of filmed it. It's, uh, it was bold i guess is a word for it i don't know they just yeah i'm sure they so. were somewhat safe with them but i mean it's super irresponsible really. and yeah. uh but yeah i i agree with you that's kind of where it turns for the most part from comedy to drama and then definitely the biggest like they're on two different pages uh owen is thinking this is fun and stupid because we're joking matt is kind of seeing it as an I'm introduction training. to weapons, you know? Yeah, he's you know, training. It's kind of a foreshadow for later, yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's training, like he's working on his aim or anything, but he's definitely getting he's, excited and And he's trying to get used to for, firing a real gun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a, I don't know if you guys read the trivia on IMDb, but <laughs> according to that, when they're Driving to the gun range, Matt looks at the camera wait, and wait, makes wait, the same Cooper. hand gesture. What? This is Cooper's fun fact of the episode. Yeah, Come on yeah. Now. Cooper's fun fact of the episode brought back yeah. from the dead after a one episode hiatus. Cooper's fun fact of the episode: When driving to the gun range, Matt <laughs> looks at the camera and does the same hand gesture that Dylan Klebold, one of the Columbine shooters, does, and that uh, hmm. when he was videotaped driving to school to do his school shooting. Hmm. Uh, so it's kind of a, a little call out to that. 
So that, that was creepy. a big scene for me. Yeah, very haunting, bleak. Yeah, I didn't know that. So that that's kind of that either. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, in hindsight, I maybe shouldn't have phrased that as my fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I forced that on you. But uh, let's just say yeah, that good, was good a job. fact, a unknown Cooper yeah. fact of the of the episode. Not necessarily fun. Yeah, there you go. Sponsored by AMC. Uh, okay, we're not going to connect those two. Cooper's AMC fact of the episode. Oh there God. you go. <laughs> Cooper, you're really trying to not let us land this AMC list, are you? I really am is the crazy part. And I, again, will fully accept if they just pay for my movie pass every month. That'll, that's fine by me. And a lot of movies. And we'll and, yeah, fuck all it. Five and watch stars. popcorn. Well, no, I don't think they care. If yeah, because that means more people will watch them. Well, I mean, yeah, but movie because theaters make their money off the a snacks. A whole bunch of people are. Which are delicious and you should episode. all buy them. Mm-hmm. True, we did have the pretzel the other day and it was pretty good. Yeah, so go spend all your money at AMC. Uh, Don't even watch movies, just go there for dinner. And drinks. $10 a movie. What's that, this? Oh, yeah, I forgot we were talking about a movie. Uh, What was it? One of my, I like the, uh, what they were showing their teacher their their, uh, movie. That was a good (laughs) part. And, and they expect him to be really excited. <laughs> like well, the thing is, is he was <laughs> the teacher. He's like, you can't, you can't show this. <laughs> the thing <laughs> was, so funny. he was. I forgot like, about that. Yeah, he was smiling the whole time. Like he was. And they started like, like yelling wow, this is him. actually pretty good. And then the second that he got shot, he was like, his whole entire emotion, or like, he was like, oh no, we, we can't do any of this. Like there was cussing, there was shooting, and all of that before that. And he was like smiling and whatever. And the second that he got shot on screen is when he turned. And I thought that was really funny. Maybe he was turning before that, but that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, I, I too liked that scene. That was one of the funniest parts to me was uh, how they it shows them kind of interviewing him and just getting audio clips and then how they edit it together later is yeah. very funny. Mm-hmm. That was good. Or uh, when he's talking to beautiful girl, I forgot her name, but he uh, he asked her to say something, and then they edit it in the movie later. Or no, he says something like, "Why did you say this part in the movie?" When she's talking about her own movie, yeah. And then they film her saying that, and they put it in their own movie. Was that yeah. actually was that an actress, or was it just yeah, a random high actress. school student? Yeah, that was an actress. Oh, okay. Sorry. You said that some of them were high, just random high school students. And I was like, I wonder if. Well, just anyone with this. speaking parts was an actor oh, okay. other than the two kids at the very beginning of the movie. Like the very oh, the opening yeah, scene. Yeah. yeah. Two kids yeah, that, that are makes, making their own movie. Yeah. That Those actually kids really are real. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes what sense. I meant was uh, like extras for the backgrounds to watch. Like yeah. specifically the scene where uh, someone is bullying him and Matt starts to fight back a little bit. And then they get in like kind of a fist fight. Yeah. So those are actors, but then all the kids in the background are extras. Or like when they're in the cafeteria and they're talking, all the kids eating lunch and stuff are extras. Gotcha. That's that's pretty cool. But I only even mentioned that because you 
had said it took you a little while to get used to the style because you couldn't really tell what was real and what wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, that's about all I have to say. You guys got anything else you want to add? Watch Nirvana the band the show. Yeah, this whole episode was actually just a giant endorsement for Nirvana Band the show. It's a good show. A very underrated show. There was another scene and I wanted to talk about, to but Wichita I honestly Melee. can't uh, can't remember it right now. So I guess I don't have anything else. It's around the tip of my tongue, but I cannot the, remember the scene. So Maybe on the Patreon episode, you can just describe that scene in detail. Yep, for 35 minutes. Yeah, while well, I paint. Ooh, and I'll, I'll do something Cooper too. painting. And Thessel, yeah. Thessel will be practicing a front flip on a trampoline. Oh, until I he lands one. So you don't even have to subscribe oh, to Patreon. Never mind, scratch it. Yeah, we don't have to do paper, Patreon. Um, I thought uh, the scene where he was first talking to the girl after um, Owen got the number, I thought that was a really cool scene of him doing the party noises and the crickets and all of that just showed how invested Matt was. The scene was awesome. Yeah. How invested (laughs) Matt was to his filmmaking like process that he could just nail that to a T. And it was like, it was just funny to watch. Like I thought that was one of the most comical scenes just because of how outlandish it was. Mm -hmm. And it developed both like mainly Matt's character a lot to just how enwrapped he is with filmmaking and being able to do that. Um, so yeah, I just yeah, had to so. shout out that scene because it was, um, I thought it was it was it was a great scene. It was so stupid. That was a great scene. Yeah, it was so stupid. For, like it, there's no reason to ever do that because she probably wasn't a party person to start out with. But it was just you know, it right, was just fun. Very unnecessary. It was it was comical and it also developed Matt's character. So I, one of the best scenes. I like it was one of my favorite scenes watching the movie. But yeah, for context, yeah, if exactly. anyone has made it this far into the episode. <laughs> What happens there is uh, Owen is trying to get with a girl. So Matt says, tell her you're at a party. And then she calls him and they're just in Matt's basement. So Matt pulls up movies and YouTube videos of just loud noises of parties and stuff. Yeah, just and a house party. Owen's shouting through the phone while this TV audio of a generic house party plays and trying to and convince her that he's at this house party. Yeah. And then. And yeah, uh, you're right. It probably makes no difference on how she feels about him as a. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then he's like, Owen's like, all right, let me go outside. And then he like stomps the feet and then puts on, (laughs) opens the door, close it and then puts on cricket noises and mutes the TV. (laughs) So it's just like, it just shows that he's like fully enwrapped in this movie process thing, but also just how like enwrapped he is in it. And just, it's so stupid, but like, I thought that was really comical. So yeah. That's a good scene. But yeah, I, I just had to shout out that one scene because that was one of my favorite. Now that I thought about it, I have to shout out that scene. Last thing I have to say on it, uh, a really sad part that I think about sometimes is the scene right before the school shooting when he asks his mom, like, do you think I'm crazy? And she, like everyone else in this movie, laughs and says, no, of course not, and kind of brushes it off and says, you know, do you think you're crazy? And he's kind of, oh, whatever. And she kind of laughs it off like everyone else does and says no you're not uh you know and then the next day or two he goes and shoots up a school yeah mm-hmm. super dark <laughs> and really sad but yeah. uh they also show his like mom as being that. 
kind of a not a good mom throughout the whole film though. So it's kind of fitting yeah. the narrative. I mean, he's kind of a good mix of a, you know, your generic, uh, villain turned, I mean, protagonist turned villain and just a normal guy. They kind of blend it pretty well. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. He seems like a normal high school student, but he just seems a, a little off. So most of these other students wouldn't realize that he was going to do that yeah, so because he just feels like a normal student that isn't as popular or gets bullied or whatever, which is pretty common in this era. So that's why I was saying that it felt like a documentary because it felt like it was in a real high school. It didn't feel like these people weren't high school students. It felt, you know, they did a good job of being a documentary style of it felt like everyone in there fit there and it was real. Right. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and get into the ratings. Hell yeah. I stick with what I said. I gave this four out of five stars. That's very uh, <laughs> um, personal. I don't think it's as good as other movies I've given four stars, but I just loved everyone involved in this movie, and I spent hours researching stuff about this movie, and I, I loved it a lot. So I gave it four stars. I'm aware that that's a bit high for a movie like this, and I don't expect anyone else to give it anything that high, but I gave it four stars. What do you give it, Easton? Um, I think this is a solid three to three and a half, um, probably leaning towards the three star uh, because it was obviously a um, kind of a leap for, I mean, this is his first movie as far as I know, and it was uh, definitely a uh, I would say scary movie to make in its time. Um, but it did a good, Old, it did a good yeah. job of, uh, mixing comedy and being real with people. So, uh, and it also did a good job of being something different than most movies. Of course, independent, a lot of independent movies do something a little bit different, but, um, I was never disengaged. I never disliked something I watched. Um, but I don't know. I, I can't give it more than a three and a half for, um, I don't know. I just, I, I can't really express why, but I would say three yeah, to three sure. and a half is about where it, it would be because I wasn't. So old. three to five stars. Gotcha. All right. That's <laughs> what do you give it? Sure. I think I'm going to give it. <clears throat> sorry. Clear my throat. I think I'm going to give it three stars. Um, nothing was really wrong with that. I really respect uh, Matt Johnson's sense of humor. I just think the, um, the, um, the improvisation of, of this movie, I think can kill some of the momentum, at least for me. I'd like to see it with like a little bit more structure. That's like my only big issue with it. Um, so that's my only takeaway from it. I thought the morality tale within it was pretty good. Um, I liked the, uh, the humor when it was there was really good. So that's uh three stars, solid, solid three. Which gotcha. is a good on my rating. Three stars is good. Hey, we take those. That's very fair. Yeah, it shows that it's his first movie, and I'm I definitely want to watch his next movie, Operation Avalanche, mm-hmm. and see kind of how he improved there. Do we know if he's so going to be doing anything else? I don't. I know that season three of Nirvana the Man the Show is supposed to come out hopefully this year. 
I don't. The Dirties was 2013 and Operation Avalanche was 2016, and I haven't heard anything for future movies, so I don't know. But he's a pretty small, not well-known guy, so it wouldn't get any type of publicity, I think, if we... I don't know, basically. Oh, sure. So uh, that's the Dirties. That's what we thought about that. We can move on and wrap up real quickly with some things we've been watching this week. But first... I'd like to introduce a new segment called Cooper's Trivia Corner, where I ask one trivia question and see if you guys can get it. This week's question, what is the highest grossing movie based off a video game character of all time? Easton, what's your guess? Uh, Well, I actually know this. It's going to be Sonic. Okay. I just gave the answer away to this. I was going to say, isn't it Sonic? It just passed. Um, Detective Pikachu? Yeah, De- De- yeah, Detective Pikachu was the was the leader before before Sonic. Can't stoop us, Cooper. Oh wait, this was updated last Tuesday. Sorry, I was I thought it was Detective Pikachu, but I guess <laughs> come on, that's plausible. Cooper. No, that's all right though. Just just abandon this corner. We're never doing it again. I'm sorry. No, let's do it I'll again check my because I will next be time. wrong ninety five percent of the time. <laughs> so this is the first one I'm going to get right of the next twenty questions. Well, I was wrong this time, so good job, Easton and Thess. All right, know Thess, what I have you been watching? Podcast. Nice. Well, they're more credible than us, apparently. Thess, what? what have you been watching this week? I've watched oh, five no. Mission Impossibles over the last... I mean, not Mission Impossibles. That'd be dope, though. I watched those last week. That would I be dope. I watched the five Fast and Furious movies in three days. Wow, how do you feel? My brain is mush, but it's it's here. So I watched three yesterday. That was pretty, pretty all right. I watched the two worst the third ones. One. So I watched Tokyo Drift, which was awful. Then Fast and Furious, which is the fourth one, which is just confusing. They, they're so confusing. And then I watched Fast Five, which was good. It has The Rock, who plays Hobbs. And I was waiting for him since the fifth, since the first one. Um, nice, nice. So I'm watching those. And then I watched Old Boy which is a Korean action movie. Oh, yeah, movie let's go. That Easton and my and, uh, That's our right. friend LJ I recommended. both recommended me. Easton first, though. And that movie yeah. was amazing. Became one of my favorites. I gave that one five stars. And let's I think go. That's, that's about it in terms of movies that I watched this week. At least the highlights. So, Cooper, what have you been watching? Uh, the only, any type of anything I watched this week, I got a lot of sleep this week, which was dope. Get your eight hours. Uh, I watched 15 minutes of Bugs Life. Uh, did I watch Toy Story this week or did I say that last week? That was last week. Okay. So I've watched 15 minutes of a Bugs Life. I was going to try and watch all the Pixar movies, but I'm really not feeling Bugs Life. I might just skip that one. That one's awesome. That's one of my favorites. I, I couldn't get into it. Just maybe it's because they're bugs. Dude, think about through the communist lens, and you'll like Ooh. it. Ooh, maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll try that. Uh, I watched The Bachelor, the episode that was on last Monday. Okay, it was I'm pretty controversial. Post. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, I watched a couple NBA games. Uh, some XFL this morning. Oh, hell yeah. You watch that Battle yeah. Hawks win? Let's go. <laughs> big, you big Hawks fan? 
Yeah, I'm a Battlehawks fan. Come on now. Nice. I know it has been your favorite franchise for over two weeks. (laughs) Easton loves Uh, it. I already have a jersey and like three shirts. Let's go. Nice. Nice. I'm kidding. I don't have any merch, but I'm a fan. Watch every game. Oh, I watched Parasite this week. That's right. You did. Technically, you did. Well, we reviewed that one, but. (laughs) Oh, oh. And I watched this documentary called Abducted in Plain Sight, which was really good, but really. Oh, I've heard that's really dark. good. <laughs> really messed up. Yeah, I've, I've heard that's a really good documentary, though. Yes, it's a bad subject, but good, good documentary. Yeah, that's that is accurate. And then I watched my two good friends talk about a movie that I love just this past hour. Ew. So that's what I've. That's, I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, Easton, what have you been watching? Uh, well, I went out uh, to the theaters to watch The Call of the Wild. So that is a, a new movie that just came out with Harrison Ford and a CGI dog. So if you like CGI dogs, then you will love the movie. If you don't like CGI dogs, you will hate the movie. Um, I put a full review on it on Letterboxd. So if you want to go look at the review of that, it's uh, Eastmore IV. So Eastmore 4. Um, yeah, in. it was a, a rough movie, but you know, if you, if you like dog movies, you'll probably like it because it's a tear jerker dog movie. Um, I also went, uh, I've had uncle drew on my voodoo for a while. Uh, so I went ahead and watched like the that. Kyrie Irving movie. What? Yeah. The Kyrie, the Irving, Kyrie movie. Irving movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Shaq and Kyrie Irving. Uh, How was that? Uh, it was pretty rough. It had a, a couple moments that were pretty funny. I mean, it's a comedy. So it, there were a couple moments that I was actually pretty entertained, but the other 60% of the movie was pretty dry and stupid to be honest. So, um, I didn't rate that one pretty, I didn't rate that one pretty high. So that one's on my, uh, letterbox review as well. So if you want to look at my short review of that one, it's there, but, um, it's worth a watch if you like basketball movies or if you just have a free hour and a half that you want to watch a stupid movie that's funny every once in a while. Um, I also... Who that? <laughs> it was like, what? I want to watch a movie. Not even an hour and a half. I want to watch a movie that that will make me laugh at some points. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like funny. in the mood that How I don't really want to like fully engage in a movie and just want a comedy. <laughs> You know, just something to laugh at and kind of watch. So that's why I like picked how we Uncle just Drew reviewed and, an hour and a half long comedy. And at yeah. the end, you said, but if you want to kill an hour and a half and laugh sometimes, watch Uncle hey. Drew. <laughs> All right, let's not talk about that. I also watched Kingpin, which is um, a movie Daredevil? from 1996 of so the year I was born with Woody Harrelson. Ratty Quaid and uh, Vanessa Angel, Bill Murray. Randy Quaid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you said like Ratty or something. Oh, I thought sorry. you mispronounced his name again. Sorry, I'm I still scarred from the Oscars let's, episode. Let's, let's be honest. I probably did. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty awful. I mean, it's pretty 90s comedy and 90s comedy was not the best. So you just hit it out of the park this week with comedies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was I was kind of going for comedy for seven days straight. <laughs> It was mainly because I only had about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes to watch movies. And so comedies are usually a little bit shorter. And a lot of dramas or whatever are usually two to two and a half. So I tried to fit some uh, comedies in there and they weren't the best. 
And then last but not least, I did watch God Save the Wings. So if you're a, a Wichitaian or um, soccer fan or sports fan, um, my uncle-in-law uh, directed the movie. Um, and uh, if you like documentaries, it was actually pretty good. It was pretty high value. I didn't uh, really know what to expect when I was walking into it because I never obviously watched um, indoor soccer, but the Wichita Wings were an indoor soccer team from the, I think, 79 to 91 or 92. And uh, it was a big part of the the 80s. Um, and so uh, he kind of went around um, actually the world because a lot of the players from the Wichita Wings were from Denmark and England. And so he actually went out to Denmark and England and interviewed some of the players and got footage from some of the games. And, and, uh, it's about an hour and a half. Uh, it was actually really good documentary. I've watched, you know, I don't watch too many documentaries, but I watch them when I, I think it's something that's, uh, up my Valley. So something I'm interested in and I like sports. So, uh, and I wanted to support my, uh, uncle in law. So I went and watched it during the, the opener and uh that was probably the best thing i've watched <laughs> surprisingly over the past week uh it beat uncle drew wow dick <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say it's about equal with uh actually it's, it's honestly real. it's probably above the dirties i'm sorry but um that's probably Fuck just me, because i'm a sports fan and i like uh i like wichita and i like sports and uh, it also goes into what the the 80s were so um if you can at some point it's probably going to be on a streaming service um give that a shot if you like wichita or history or or soccer because uh i was kind of worried that it wasn't going to be a tier quality but it actually is pretty damn good quality so um it's right up there with some of the some of the better documentaries especially if you're in the wichita area so uh, i haven't watched as many movies as i as i've wanted to but uh those are some of them um a quick shout out though to a movie or a short film called loop um quick in quotes sh- what quick in quotation marks yeah quick as in a couple seconds here it's a short film from Disney about kids with autism and it kind of shows you what people have to deal with, with kids with autism. It was pretty good. It's on Disney plus it's only like 15 minutes. So if you kind of want to see what it's like to deal with somebody with that, or if you know someone with that, that's actually a pretty cool film to watch. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I've watched this, this week. What did you, what have you, uh, or no, is that the end of it? We've all said <laughs> yeah. we've watched yeah. this week. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right cooper do you want to do you want to sign us off or uh sure so i'm cooper i'm on twitter and letterboxd at codename coop I've, i got my first follower that i don't know who they are in real life yesterday so big milestone for me and my movie critic career so proud of you that's where i'm at uh yeah listen to old news on spotify they made the intro uh, follow Graham on Twitter. He made the the, the art. art. Uh, my friend art. Zach hosts a Twitch channel at Wichita Melee. He's the one that told me about Nirvana the band the show. So you can you can thank him for this wonderful episode you're hearing because yeah, he Zach, indirectly we made it. Yeah, he wouldn't. We wouldn't be here. So none of us would. Zach, 
So what, what about you, about? Thess? Um, Wait, what would Twitter? Zach be talking about? Or what would I, we I, be we talking would, about? We would be talking about nothing. We'd probably be sitting here for an hour and a half just silent. Yeah, it'd be a really bad podcast. So shouts oh, to Zach. Shouts to Wichita Melee. Yeah, thank you, Zach. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Thess, D-R-T-H-E-S. My um, letterboxed is Thess Kazak. I post reviews a lot there. I'm going through the Fast and Furious, and I don't... They're kind of more... No, why? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't Fast give Nine's coming reviews. out, too. I don't give in-depth reviews about those because I don't know what to say about them. Because um, there's so, so much to talk about. Yeah, it's... My fingers sure. would just fall off the bone if <laughs> uh, if I was typing my full thoughts about the movies. So, um, but I try to give internal arthritis, my move, my, my actual movies I do enjoy. So, um, yeah, that's, a like, I just put a, I just put Trey as my <laughs> Trey period as my, um, my review for, uh, for fast and furious. Cause it reminded me of my friend Trey. <laughs> so that's probably my favorite review so far. Shouts to Trey. Yeah. Shout out to Trey. He's, uh, he's protecting our country right now. So. So, uh, hope you're hearing this, oh, Trey. Yeah. Um, so, East oh, Heroes Work Yeah, no, not all uh, You can find me at, uh, on Twitter on Easton Moore Force. That's Easton Moore IV. And it is the same, uh, for Letterboxd. So that's Easton Moore for Easton Moore IV. Um, so we really appreciate you guys, um, listening to this episode. Uh, if you liked this episode and you're on, uh, Apple podcast, make sure to give this a five star. Uh, it helps more people kind of find the, uh, podcast and get us more listeners. And so if you're a movie watcher and, and you've liked this episode or the podcast in general, just give us a five star, maybe review it so people can kind of see what it is and, uh, get us out there to more people. So we appreciate you guys, uh, listening to us and, um, just make sure to, Go out there and sit on the couch and watch some movies so we can uh, we can review them for you and you can you can listen to our podcast again. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. What up, Couch Nation? This is your couch critics. Couch. Cr- fuck. <laughs> Dude, what, the, what the hell is right. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going right. on the. That's not going on chopping <laughs> floor. That's. Gonna... Uh, is this just the intro? Or should I just keep going? <laughs>